you know, I guess not the importance of life, but just, uh, you know, how your actions affect everybody else around you. You know, that is, that's the piece for me probably the most is just realizing my habits and how they affect others. It's one thing to have your own bad habits, but when they start messing up other people's lives and affecting them negatively, then that's, that's a problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time, we have a guest coming back to the show for the third time. This week, I sit down with Taylor Spike. You may or may not have heard Taylor on here before. Like I mentioned, he's been on here two times previously. Or you may have heard him recently on his brother Cameron Haynes' podcast. Uh, Taylor and I, we sit down and we discuss him representing Consequence of Habit uh, here on April 28th in the Canyons Endurance 100. Uh, Some craziness that just happened with his father who... Saved a woman's life uh, while on a run recently. And just what's going on in his life. I'm always grateful to have Taylor on. He's been a part of this podcast, like I said, from the beginning. And, and not just that, but just helping represent what, what we stand for, a consequence of habit. But before we get that episode started, I want to give a, a huge thank you to the people that make this thing possible, the companies. You've heard them here before. Those companies are Athletic Brewing Company. These guys have been with us from also, almost like Taylor. They've been with us from the very beginning. If you like good beer, but you don't need the alcohol for whatever reason, it's nobody's business. Maybe you don't want alcohol that night. Maybe you just don't drink alcohol like me. Check them out at athleticbrewing.com. Use the promo code capital COH20 and get 20% off your first order. I also want to say thank you to the Patriot Fund. These guys have been supporting not just us, but other nonprofits in the veteran, uh, the veteran community for, for years. And, and they've been a huge part of what we're doing. And without them, uh, some of the workshops that we hold, we just, they just wouldn't happen. So huge thanks to them. And last but not least, big thanks to Fuel Hunt. You'll see all of our ambassadors rocking some Fuel Hunt shirts. Uh, starve your distraction, feed your focus. So if you want to check out uh, Fuel Hunt, well, just go to fuelhunt.com. If you type in the habit t-shirt in the search thing, you're going to see our collaboration shirt that we did with them. Uh, where, where some of the proceeds of that, if you buy one of those shirts, goes directly to us uh, to help us fulfill our mission of bringing awareness to the impact that habits have on our mental health, success, and the environment. All right, that's it for me. I'll shut up. Without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Taylor Spike. All right, everybody. This is uh, this is a first. I'm sitting down here with Mr. Taylor Spike. Taylor, this is your third time on here. You are the first. Uh, not that there's this going to be something groundbreaking, but you're the first person to come on on the podcast three times. So I'm excited to have another conversation with you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. All right. So one of the reasons you're you and I were sitting down and talking. One of the reasons we've been talking for a couple months is you've got a race coming up here. You've got uh, uh, canyons. How, how far is that one? It's a, it's a hundred miler. They have a, right. it's, I'm doing the hundred, they have a hundred K and then uh, I think a 50 K too, maybe a 50 mile. No, I don't think it's 50 mile, but yeah, I'm doing the hundred miler. Nice. Yep. And so we were talking about it and, uh, dude, I, I, you're, you've, you've agreed, which we are extremely grateful for to rock a, a, a COH shirt during canyons. And, and I'm uh, extremely excited about that, man. So I, I, we, we'll, we got to sit down here and talk about this. What's preparation look like leading up to this? What are expectations? I mean, how are you feeling leading up to this? Uh, good. Um, really good. I, I've, you know, it's over the years, it's like 
I've had different theories or recipes, I guess, that uh, I've done my training because, you know, whatever fits into life or, um, you know, where we live, you know, that's changed and all these dynamics, right? So, uh, but in the big scheme of things, I feel, I feel really good. Everything's coming together really well. I've got lots of miles on my legs. Um, I'm resting good. I still got a few weeks till race day. So I just, I just need to maintain now. It's like, now I feel like I'm at that point that um, I was comparing it to a, a bodybuilder. Like you, they probably get to a point that they're so chiseled and so perfect that, you know, do you really do anything? I mean, you just kind of maintain, right? And that's where I feel like I am. And, and that's exciting. Um, so it's either I'm going to come into a really fit or hurt. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's going to be a weird balance just for the amount of miles um, that you, you put in and then, you know, to try and peak. So you, 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 there's got to be some hard training, but at the same time, not doing so much where you just break your body. You know, it's uh, last week I was in California. Is that where it was? It, yeah. Yeah. I was in Southern California and San Clemente. So I was on the beach, you know, and it, it's nice, but I was, I'm running twice a day. And, and there's, there's times I think uh, I can go back just, you know, six months ago and thought there's no way I could have done it. No way could I have wrapped my mind around it. Now I'm doing five or six in the morning, doing the same thing in the evening. Um, and it's just, kind of a, if it, it feels good, it feels okay. It doesn't feel difficult. Uh, but man, it's a lot of, a lot of work to get to that point. A lot of patience. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, when you and I were kind of throwing some, some notes back and forth on, on like, you know, what we're going to talk about today and in full transparency, you and I will just, we'll go for like two months without talking to each other. And then we'll just hit each other up with a bunch of texts checking in. And, but when we were going over these notes, one of the things that was, you had written in there was, uh, you know, we can discuss why it's taken 10 years for me to accept that I'm an okay runner. And I even said this before we hit record it, like even in you writing that you, you're minimizing a little bit uh, of, or a lot of bit of where you've come or how far you've come in the running world. I was, I was on a call with, um, with one of our ambassadors, Nick, that you probably know. And he was saying like, he was, he did a race that you guys did uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, one of your hometown ones there. Oh yeah. Shotgun trail blast. Yeah. Yeah. And he was talking, he was talking about, I was like, well, I was running really good. He's like, you know, Taylor passed me, but, and his brother passed me, but like, whatever, like that's expected. Like you, you are clearly running at a extremely high level. And anyone I've talked to within the ultra community, when I mention your name, they're like, they immediately know who you are. Why do you, why do you think it's taken so long for you to, to kind of wrap your head around that? Well, I don't, I don't think that I've, Okay, so there's some those guys that are fast and they're legitimately fast and they're um, and they're professionals and they they carry themselves as such and I've just been out grinding. You know, it's like it, back in the day, you know, I go to race with 300 people, I didn't know anybody, uh, but that community, that's the same community everywhere you go. Um, it's pretty, it's a small circle. So it's like you're doing the 200s and then you just keep hanging out and over 10 years, it's like now, you know, it's like, that's the community. That's what I'm part of it. And it's, and I, and I do it. There's times I can stack up pretty well, depending on the race, but there's guys that are, they're really fast that I've always looked up to, uh, you know, they, maybe they're even younger than me, but they've been doing it a long time and they're fast and they're, and I just don't ever see myself competing with those guys. And I don't want to take anything away from what they do uh, because they're doing it for, for kind of a different reason than I am. Um, it's recreational for me and this is, this is awesome. It's fun. I really enjoy it. I've done like, I looked at ultra sign up after I did the podcast with Cam. I had like 
85 or 86 runs on there. It's like, it, I start thinking and I'm looking through it. I'm like, man, I've done a lot of runs and I'm, I'm really happy that I've been able to maintain over all those years that the same consistency, but I'm, I'm not a super fast guy. Um, but when nobody shows up or it's a small race, like shotgun trope blast, you know, that type of stuff I can, I can hold my own. So, <laughs> well, so, so that was one of that lead kind of leads us into one of the other things that we were, we were thinking about talking about, which is there's, you know, a lot of, especially because of social media and, and maybe what we do away from work, we have these two different identities, right? We've got, uh, like f- for me, I've got, uh, my job is as a first responder, uh, as my normal day job and people look at me in a certain way and, and, um, and then away from that, there's this whole COH thing and it's, they're like two different fucking worlds that I live in and I bounce back and forth and, and, uh, and that can feel kind of strange, man. So I can, I would imagine, uh, you've got your, your professional world, which, which you and I just do conversation. You said it has its ups and downs and it can be, you know, precarious at times, but then you've got Taylor Spike, the ultra runner, the guy on, on social media who I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke, Taylor. You, you come up with some just amazing, like insightful things that to go along with your pictures and like some deep thought that goes into uh, the stuff you write. What is that like to have this public, this, this public facing image of, of Taylor, the guy on, on Instagram and, and the runner and that, and then just, you know, you, then the nine to five grind, the thing that, that pays the bills. Well, actually, this is funny because I think social media is great and it's super easy. And that's it's just who I am, right? It's like, I can, I don't give a shit what people think. It's like, I put stuff on there, I'll read it, and I'll be like, I have so much stuff I've deleted, but usually I'll, I'll have some coffee in the morning. And I'll be like, you know what? You know, I just, I get a vibe and I, I want to, I want, I want to have a good day. You know, I want every day to be as good as it is. And they're not, you know, there's, there's days that they suck and it's hard. But that, you know, that is like kind of a, a forward facing when I'm at the store, people, people know me from social media and I don't want to, I don't want to be a weird guy, right? I want to be approachable. Uh, I want people to say hi. I want to say hi to people, but at work, I'm, I'm pretty, I mean, I try to, I, I'm in a box. I mean, I should say I'm in a box. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm very lucky for what I get to do and, and for the company I do it for, but it's very downplayed. I mean, it's very, I mean, they're not running, they're not doing the stuff I'm doing, right? And it's hard to put those things together. There's moments I can have conversations with people about life, and I think I'm really good at that. Uh, and I can correlate when they're having hard times. But, you know, work stuff's mechanic work. We're teching, we're turning wrenches, they're welding, we're scheduling technicians, uh, we're dealing with upset customers. You know, it's, it's regular work. <laughs> so you sent a video to me. Uh, this morning, and I'd seen something about this already, but and I'm sure anyone who's following you or following Cam that already knows about this. But give a quick, like, just a, a quick brief of why your family is is kind of in a spotlight right now, specifically around your dad. Oh gosh, it was weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Now he he was on a run. Um, he's getting ready for his hundred miler. You know, he wants to do this big hundred while he's seventy five and thinks this is his last shot to finish one and. So he was out on his prescribed run and he was like six miles from the house and he's running along the Valley River Inn, which is uh, like almost like downtown Eugene. It's a pretty popular area. A lot of people visit there when they come into Eugene and the, he saw smoke and people were like, hey, you know, don't go down there. There's a fire. And he's like, well, he said he just thought to himself, he's got to get past there to get to the point to turn around to head back to the house on his run. He didn't really care that there was a fire. <laughs> and so 
that, but when he ran by, that's when uh, he was videoing it. And he never videos, he never takes pictures. I shouldn't say never, but very rarely does he ever have his phone out. Uh, but for whatever reason, he was videoing, he's running along and he, he ends up saving this lady. She jumps from the second floor and he catches her and you can hear all the audio uh, while it's going on. And it's, it's awesome. It's a great video because I feel like it's, you know, everything today is so visual. You know, we get this, like we, you watch a movie and the detail and stuff is so good that you really don't have to use your imagination. But when my dad's saving this lady and he drops his phone, you can only hear it. So I think your imagination is going wild thinking, gosh, what's going on? And you hear him screaming and yelling and it's great. And now he's been on Inside Edition. Last night he was on Inside Edition. We did an interview this morning with them with the grandkids. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, public recognition for it. My social media is just, I had one reel and I think it's got like, I, I think I thought I had, it's got like 9,000 likes or something, but my friends is just just, yeah, it's constantly climbing. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, do, hey, have you ever like wondered like, uh, what is it about my family that seems to bring in attention? Like, I mean, obviously that your, your dad, your, I mean, there's a complete fluke thing. The guy's just running by and you're absolutely right. The fact you can't see it. And then the authenticity in that woman's voice when she's like, you saved me. Like she, I mean, she fucking meant it, man. Like she really meant it. But, but just, have you ever thought of like, man, my family finds themselves in these situations that, that really, for whatever reason, brings a spotlight on us. Well, my, my dad, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. My dad is, there's been numerous times that things like that have happened. Cam, same thing. Cam uh, tackled an attacker on a woman. He had tackled her off her bike in the middle of a, a walkway. And Cam jumped on top of this guy and was beat him up and waited for the police to come. I mean, it was just like, I, I think, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it's weird. Cause I can't imagine, I don't think anybody in our family. And that was one of the things they brought up on inside edition that they were asking all the grandkids. It's like, are you surprised your grandpa did this? And no, none of them were surprised. <laughs> it's like, you should be. It's like, you know, everybody's like, Oh no, that's what he does. He's just, he's nice and generous. And that's what he, you know, that he was in the military. He was in Vietnam and he was trained to do those things. He just, did what you're supposed to do. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. The best part of that is like, so he goes from, from, I mean, you, you, you can't alter a person's life any more than that, right? You save this woman's life. And then he just continues his run because he had to, he, he, they're like, well, why did you leave? He's like, well, I had to finish my run. <laughs> like, it's like, man, that's about the most matter of fact thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's funny. And he's always, you know, it's always, uh, even growing up, you know, they just look, they, I should say they look the other way, but if there was something that they couldn't do anything about, they weren't going to, they weren't going to waste their time doing it. And a lot of times that was me, <laughs> you know? So it was like, but yeah, I, my dad being pretty cool and kind of knowing, Hey, somebody has got to do this. That's, that's my dad. It's like, I, he didn't, you know, nobody else is going to do it. I'm doing it. That's yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, that's him. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Some of the, the deep stuff that you're you've come up with in your thoughts. So we, you and I, you and I have discussed in, in past conversations that, you know, these long runs, this is a time to kind of work through the, I think you've even said, it's kind of like your therapy before. Um, you've obviously been through some extremely difficult things. Are, are you coming up with these things while you're running or is the, or is this things that just kind of pop in your brain? Like you said, when you're having coffee or something. Yeah. They, they pop in my brain. I just, yeah, it's usually, 
Usually what happens, a lot of times what will happen is I'll start looking at pictures that uh, Pamela has sent me or that I've taken um, or that I'm tagged in. People will tag me in like a, a picture they've taken or something motivational and then it just kind of gets my wheels turning and it's, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I spend too much time doing that, but. Yeah, yeah. I think we all are guilty of that. So recently you're on Cam's podcast. I'm sure this is a massive following. What has that been like as far as you know, you're pretty candid you're i mean you're candid on 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 uh this podcast as well but we don't have you know close to the reach what was that like sitting down did you know you were going to go into those some da- those dark places it, like what was that process like for you is it, it was it had to be a bit nerve-wracking oh i was so nervous and i i, I told cam that i said it's just yeah i mean I, I look up to him you know and that that's his thing you know that's I'm stepping into his space. That's a big to do. You know, that's, um, he, he's got really, he's worked really hard to get to where he is. And I don't, I don't want to ride the coattails of anybody. Right. So it's like, that's, so to be able to get into that space and have those conversations with him, it was awesome. I, we both really, really enjoyed it. I think it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and we've been wanting to do, we've talked about doing that for a long time. So it was, it was good to do it. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, people have reached out to me, man. They're like, oh, I was just listening to Taylor's uh, episode. It was fantastic. I'm like, oh, thanks. I, w- I recorded that a long time ago. They're like, no, no, no. On cams. I'm like, oh, son of a... No, I'm just kidding. He did- they didn't say that. No, they just reached out and they did say like it was just a fantastic episode. And w- Did you get a lot of people reaching out to you after that? Um, you know, for, like, you know, either talking about their own trauma or things that they've gone through? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's really, it's really funny is that very little of it has anything to do with running. That's the, the thing that I kind of, I like about social media. And I, and I think people, you know, if, I don't know, maybe you just have to be careful how you use it or what your intentions with it are. Right. Uh, but for me, it's like, people just are, are looking for some hope. You know, that's all that they, they ask you these questions. And some of them are just super, I got a buddy who's an alcoholic and he's been really trying. It's like, yeah, okay, dude, you know, I get it. It's you. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, but people ask, you know, and it's, uh, it's really humbling. It's super humbling because there's no haters. I mean, nobody says anything bad. I mean, there's some people that ask kind of weird questions, but uh, people are people are pretty awesome on there. You know, there's a lot of them. I can, you know, I'll get 15, 15 to 20, probably a day of people just saying hi or I listen to your podcast and I try to reach out and I appreciate them taking the time. That's an hour and a half of their life that they took. Uh, and then to take the time to say something to me, I try to respond to them and be nice. And Yeah, it's, it's been positive. It's been really good. Is that, is that balance that, that, um, social media, like just being a time hack in your life, is that, is that balance ever get, uh, off, off kilter? Because I, I'm only, I'm asking for a friend actually. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moderate hour in the morning and the hour in the evening. That's all I do. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll do it and I'll scroll through it in the morning and then I can usually blow through everything I want to. There's a couple of things I'd look for. So certain people's stuff that never shows up in my feed that I want to go, that I follow, that I like to look at their stuff. I'll do that stuff in the morning, get a feel for the day. Uh, and then like, then I usually go for a run. And then after my run in the evening, I don't watch much TV or something on YouTube. I'll sit down and kind of scroll, but I, I, I had to do something. I can't, I can't do there. I, I see people doing that. Like even in the airport, I'm like, man, my neck would hurt. My, my finger would be sore. <laughs> I just, I'm not. I'm not wired that way. I think people will think that because I put quite a bit of stuff on social media at times, but it usually it's like a day or two old. Um, I usually don't do it same day. Um, but yeah, I, 
kind of have my time that I load stuff up. All right. So for canyons. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 let's, let's run through some of the scenarios. Uh, a good result at canyons potentially means what? I win. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that that would happen. There's some pretty fast cats that are signed up, but you know, I, I, I should be, you know, in the, in the top 10, you know, at least. And then it's kind of a wild card from there. I think in any hundred, I mean, if you're in the top end of that front pack or somewhere in there, you know, the, the last few hours of the, the race or the last 20 miles or so can be, can be the game changer. So it's hard to say if I can, if I can hold my own to that point, uh, then, you know, I, I would love to at least win my age group, you know, 45 to 50 to win that. That would be, that would be awesome. Yeah, so you win your age group, then is, does that qualify you? If, if, if I just finishing, I get eight stones so I can put in for the lottery. But I think if you win your age group, you get some kind of not like automatic entry, but you may bypass a lottery for the race. I, I thought I saw that, but they rerouted the race too. And it's not nearly as much climbing. And, and I, I don't know the details of that piece, but yeah, there's, yeah, I would getting my age group in the, in that race would, would be significant. That'd be really cool. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man, um, you're kind of, now we have our ambassadors and, and we've got just some amazing athletes on there and they're, they're running races, uh, you know, rocking some, some, the COH, uh, uh, swag, but you're, you're kind of the OG man. Like pe- people listen. I still, I literally got a message a week and a half ago. Hey, I just, they, and the message was, Hey, I just listened to that Taylor spike. It was the first one we did. I'm like, bro, that was one of the rawest like heaviest podcasts, like that was people who listen to it, especially when people have dealt with trauma, have, get a lot from that one. And I don't go back very often to listen to some of the old ones, um, usually just because I'm critiquing the crap out of myself on them. But every once in a while, I'll go back to listen to that one. And uh, man, yeah, <laughs> there's that one, that one is a special one. And and so for the, to, to, I consider that one that really helped kick off what we're doing here at Consequence of Habit, especially on the on the podcast. So, man, it's a, it's a real honor to have you you rocking the the. Anytime I see you, you got the shirt on right now. Anytime I see you wearing the shirt, it just brings a smile to my face because uh, you're definitely a dude who's not just represented by wearing a shirt, but but living it 100. percent So yeah, I've had people. Uh, I I was <laughs> I don't was it you? Did I tell you the story about the lady when I was at Walmart getting my prescription? Yeah, 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 tell. Yeah, and she'd asked about asked about my shirt. She said, Are "You a consequence of habit?" I know was it the last podcast. I think that's when it was that I said that. The last. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been. I can't remember. I can't remember all of it. What she said. Yeah, people ask it all the time. Like I, that was, I think, one of the, the you know by accident. The good things about the name is is it. Like it invokes people's like thought process around it, and they're like, "Well, what does that mean?" I'm like, "Well." that's, that's up to you. <laughs> like that's, that's a, that's a very personal thing. I said, what, well, you know, one of the, our habits are the most inclusive things out there. Like we've all got them and they all dictate everything about our lives. Right. So, you know, you're, you're very good at posting a picture of, of the past and, and you can really see the transformation of your, you know, the, you can see the consequences of your habits then compared to now and, and the, just a completely different, you know, I don't know if life that you're living, but I think that's probably an accurate statement. No. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a uh, it's taken a little while to realize the 
Yeah, I guess not the importance of life, but just uh, you know how your actions affect everybody else around you. You know that is that's the piece for me probably the most is just realizing my habits and how they affect others. It's one thing to have your own bad habits, but when they start messing up other people's lives and affecting them negatively, then that's that's a problem. That's interesting. Somebody somebody asked me. I was a guest on another podcast, and they asked. So I had my time after the military where I was just a freaking mess, right? But it was just me. And then I had negative consequences um, later on in life uh, before I got sober. I was talking about my time after the military and they said, hey, was that your rock bottom? I'm like, uh, man, I don't know. Like yeah, I, when I was doing that, I was just screwing me up. And, and of course, that's not, you know, that's, that didn't feel good. But it feels a hell of a lot worse when you realize you're screwing everybody else up around you. Like that probably hurts way more than anything. Yeah. No, I, I remember living living in my car. You know, there was a month there that I had to had to you know make a tough decision, right? And uh, that wasn't the bottom. No way. <laughs> that, yeah. that was yeah, that wasn't it. But I'll tell you what, when you know when things happen to your family, and and you don't, and that hopelessness is different. That's very very different. It's very different. Heartache's tough, man. Heartache is heartache's That's that's the hardest thing that I've ever dealt with in my life. And I yeah. So, heartache's a tough one. Are, are you going to be? Uh, and and we, we can cut this part if if I'm getting too personal. But are are you going to be carrying any uh, ashes with you on this hundred miler? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Will. Um, yeah, that fifty mile fifty miles. I got to get at least get them to fifty and, and regroup and and then to get them to the finish. So, yeah, that's that's always a thing on those. And I haven't, I have, we haven't done that in a long time. No, I shouldn't say a long time. Pamela's pretty good about it, but. And we did it recently, but and you know it's been you know, it's been a while since I've done a big run that I didn't I didn't do them. I'm tough. Did I? I didn't do them. I'm tough. I don't remember doing them there, so I haven't done them for a long race for a while. Hey, I, I saw recently you got to uh, hang out with Jared from from Addict Athlete. Um, it looks like you guys did some running together recently, or was that those old photos? Yeah, there was. We did. Uh, uh, there was a race in St. George. Utah that I went down there and then the, the addicts athlete and then the recovery strong guys were, they were all there. Was, both groups were there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So when you did the podcast with the recovery strong guys? Uh, no, with addicts athlete. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm confusing the two. I, uh, Jared, I, I apologize. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, what's, what's the guy? Blue. Uh, not blue. blue. Yeah, it is blue. blue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Blue. Um, no, I'm thinking the recovery is Jared from recovery strong. Yeah. And is he is he still pretty active in the in the running stuff? Is he still getting after it? No, no. I mean, not not run, not running wise. I always told I I tell all those guys they don't don't you know, don't do what I do. Don't. <laughs> I'm not a good comparison. It's like so yeah. No, they, they all run and then they 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 lift and they do a bunch of other stuff. They're always doing something. They're always snow machining or going to Vegas or hiking with the kids. Or they're just super super active, but. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't run. I mean, yeah, I follow him on Strava, and he puts miles in. Uh, he's and that whole group does. Adam and uh, his JJ, the brothers, they all do. And uh, but they're just trying to stay stay on top of it. You know, they got they got kids, and they want to be the best they can be. They're a good influence. I need to reach back out to to Jared. I haven't talked to that dude in in, in a while, and actually, there was a guy who who had a, a prosthetic. I might have sent it to you. And he had on there uh, 
so as you know, uh, Fuel Hunt has been a huge supporter uh, of us, and they're the ones who kind of provided the shirts for us and, and all of our ambassadors. And the guy, this guy had a, a prosthetic and it had a Fuel Hunt and it had the Mountain Ops. And I know Jared and those guys are pretty tied in with the Mountain Ops, so I got, I got to make a connection to those guys. Oh yeah, there was yeah, because I think Trevor yeah, there was. I remember seeing that we were there, we were all together and we saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should, you should make that connection. They're good cats. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we were just talking. We were just talking about doing a race in August out there. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to him probably this week or next week. See, those guys are still up and running. Like everything's going pretty strong with them as far as the, the recovery strong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They were. That's what we were talking about doing is holding a like a half marathon, uh, like do a trail event, not go run, but actual help and set help set it up and kind of organize it and take some ownership of a an event because I. Back in the day, my dad had a 50k that we did, and that was kind of a way to to help. Uh, but we don't we don't have any races. We don't do we don't participate. I mean, we do aid station stuff, but we don't own any. Shouldn't say own, but take any, you know, kind of um, some gratitude and ownership and organizing an event, right? We don't do that. So I think that's what they want to do. Yeah, we should we should talk, man, because we've been thinking about doing some of the same things, and and especially just because we have so many ultra uh, runners in our in our ambassador community. Yeah, and we got some guys out near you too, man. So maybe maybe I'll reach out to them and and get with you, and maybe we between uh, between everybody we can get something put together, and you know, put a little funding behind it, and I think that'd be a pretty pretty cool experience. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, cool, man. Well, listen, is it anything else you want to run over, man, and uh, cover? No, I don't. I don't think so. You good? I'm good, man. I, I yeah, I like calling it like, hey, listen, we can have a conversation. Some people are like, oh, we're going to go an hour, and then we end up just like staring at each other. I'm like, no, man, we we can have a conversation, and it comes from a natural close, and we will call. Yeah, no, and I appreciate. It. I know I was I was hard to pin down on this whole deal, and oh, you and me both. Like I said, work. Yeah, you made a comment about work, and it's it's the same. It's just yeah, things are just like full throttle, and then they stop. <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I completely get it. <laughs> but um, all right, man. Well, so just in case anybody who's listening to this doesn't know about you, uh, wh- where where can people find you? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, I'm T. What's your address? No, I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my home address. You want? T. Spike two on Instagram, and then I'm just Taylor Spike on uh, Facebook. Those are the only those are the only two I got. One well, Strava. I'm on Strava. Taylor Spike on there as well. So. Cool, man. Well, listen, uh, we're going to be following you. We're going to be watching yeah. Canyons. Um, I'm sure there'll be a link to, to, to follow along to see how you're doing. You know, this is, this is from me personally, I appreciate everything you've done, you've done to help support us, what we're doing. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes from this. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a hot one. I can't wait a few more weeks, few more weeks. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, be sure to head on over to consequenceofheaven.org. Uh, support us. Give us a little, little love hit that donate button uh, we got some great guests coming up i'm excited about what's coming up here in the, the very near future uh, but until then enjoy your week and i'll see you next tuesday this show is brought to you by the team here at consequence of habit and is an arm of our 501c3 nonprofit. the show is produced and edited by the one and only anthony palmer is part of the Palm Tree Pod Company network of podcasts.